0: Greetings friends, welcome back to the broadcast, I'm Sean your host, the website is www.scriptureandprophecy.com Today we are finishing our study in the gospel according to Luke, so we're looking at Luke chapter 24 today, which will wrap up this series, and this uh, particular chapter deals with the resurrection of our Lord, and then just kind of the ministry of that, um, very interesting story. I mean, there's so many interesting things about it other than the most obvious and most glorious part. I mean, obviously, the He is risen is the most important thing to our belief, right? Um, Everything hinges on that. And our hopes hinge on uh, on that. Um, But we have that, the ascension of Messiah. Um, We have the interaction with the women and the two angels. And then uh you have the a couple of the apostles walking down the road, and Jesus is talking to them they don't know it's him until they go to have to break bread and then they realize it's him, but then he vanishes it's just a very very mysterious story and uh, there's just uh there's just a lot for us to ponder here there's not going to be a lot of commentary from me on this this morning um it is fifty some verses, so I'm pretty much just going to read it. I might share a few thoughts. Um, but I'm just praying that the Spirit would speak to you, and uh, I pray that you would be blessed this morning. That you would, uh, you'd have a renewed sense of hope today, as we not only finish this series, but we start a new year, uh, with it being January 1st today, Friday, January 1st, 2021. If you can believe it, and uh, so that's my hope, and my prayers for you this morning is that uh, you would just have a renewed sense of expectation a renewed sense of hope, if you've, if you've been lacking that. Um, that's, uh, that's my prayer for you this morning. Alright, I don't want to ramble today, I just want to look at the Word. So let's do that. Luke chapter 24, King James Bible. Let's begin. Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came into the sepulchre, bringing the spices which they had prepared, and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulchre. And they entered in, and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid, and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but he is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words, and returned from the sepulcher, and told all these things unto the eleven, and to all the rest. It was Mary Magdalene, and Joanna, and Mary the mother of James, and other women that were with them, which told these things unto the apostles. And the words seemed to them as idle tales, and they believed them not. Then arose Peter, and he ran into the sepulchre, and stooping down, he beheld the linen cloths laid by themselves, and departed, wondering in himself at that which was come to pass. And behold, Two of them went that same day to the village called Amias, which was from Jerusalem, about threescore furlongs. And they talked together of all these things which had happened, and it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were holden that they should not know him, and he said unto them, What manner of communications are these that you have one to another as you walk and are sad? And the one of them, whose name was Cleophas, answering, said unto him, Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem, and hast not known the things which are come to pass there in these days? And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet mighty indeed, and were before God and all the people, and how the chief priests of our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. But we trusted that it had been he which should have been redeemed Israel, which should have redeemed Israel. And besides all this, today is the third day since these things were done. Yea, and certain women also of our company made us astonished. Which were early at the sepulchre, and when they found not his body, they came, saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, which said that he was alive. And certain of them which were with us went to the sepulchre, and found it even so as the women had said, but him they saw not. Then he said unto them, O fools, slow of heart to believe, all the prophets have spoken, ought not Christ to have suffered these things? and to enter into his glory, and beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them, and all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. And they drew nigh unto the village, whither they went, and made as though he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is towards evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them. And it came to pass as he sat meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and brake and gave to them. And their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. And they said to one another, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us by the way and while he opened up to us the scriptures? And they rose up that same hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together and them that were with them, saying, The Lord is risen indeed, he hath appeared to Simon. And they told the things that were done in the way, and how he was known of them in breaking of bread. And as they thus spake, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said unto them, Peace be upon you, or peace be unto you. But they were terrified and affrightened, and supposed that they had seen a spirit. And he said unto them, Why are ye troubled? And why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold, my hands, my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bone, as you see me have. And when he had thus spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they yet believed not for joy and wondered, he said unto them, Have ye here any meat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish and of honeycomb. And he took it, and he did eat before them. And he said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you, while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses, and in the prophets, and in the Psalms concerning me. Then opened their understanding, that they might understand the scriptures. And he said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. And that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem, until ye be endued with the power from on high. And he led them out as far as to Bethany, and lifted up his hands, and blessed them. And it came to pass, while he blessed them, that he parted from them, and carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they were continually in the temple, praising and blessing God. Amen. And that is how the story ends. And that is the end of the gospel according to Luke. And there's just you know, it's just a very, you know, it's kind of like some of the other passages in the gospels where we just heard the story so many times that sometimes the power of it or the significant of it significance of it kind of like goes over our head or in one ear and out the other because we've just heard it so many times that but there's just, you know, I mean, I'm just imagining that the two angels and I love how the two angels expound to them. You know, they don't just say don't be fearful or don't you know I mean, they literally explain to them. Uh, It says, They were afraid, and they bowed their faces to the earth, and they said unto them, Why do you seek the dead among the living? Or, I'm sorry, it's the other way around. Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but he is risen. And then they explain, Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, and be crucified the third day, and rise again. Then it says they remembered his words. And of course, the women go back and they tell the eleven and others what had happened. And to them, it sounded like just fairy tales, right? Just foolishness. Which, would it not sound like that? I mean, if people came in and said, hey, you, somebody that you love has, has, has risen from the dead, you would be like, come on. You know, it would be very... We shouldn't be judgmental about this, is my point. Many scholars think that uh, this is just even more evidence that this story is real. Because at that time, if you were going to make up a story, you would never make your eyewitnesses women. Um, Now, that seems strange to us today because, of course, we would acknowledge that now. But at that time, uh, amongst this culture, if you were going to make up a story... invent something you wouldn't use women as your eyewitnesses and so many scholars just point to that as proof of that and maybe why God organized it that way and so then you have Peter and we know that John was with him according to other gospels in fact if you go to the gospel of John John makes the point to remind us to let us know that he actually outran Peter as they went to the sepulchre which I always find just hilarious and I just love that he included that in his gospel um but they go and they find that that it's uh, been rolled away, and then they're you know they're walking along, and this man appears to them. They and God kind of withholds their understanding. He says that their eyes were beholden that they should not know him, and he just starts asking them what's going on, and they're like, "Are you serious? I mean, are you a stranger? Like, do you not know? Have you not heard what's going on?" What I love is that this stranger says, Oh fools, <laughs> oh fools, and slow of heart to believe all the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And here's the part that I love and that we should almost all uh, wish could happen to us, right? This very thing that I'm getting ready to say or read rather and that is, and beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them and all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. Can you imagine the very person known as the word of God expounding and explaining the word of God to you? I mean, man, think about that. Wouldn't you just want to ask so many questions like, is this the right belief or is this the right belief is this is what it means or is this what it means is this speaking about the future or is this all just dealing with the past you know i would be so hard pressed to ask all these questions of course they don't know that it's jesus at that time Uh, but they go on to the as it should be their hearts were burning within them as he's talking it says So he expounded unto them all the scriptures concerning the things in himself. And then it says, after he breaks bread, they realize it's him and he disappears. It says, and they said to one another, did not our hearts burn within us? While he talked with us by the way, and while he opened up to us the scriptures. Hmm. Amazing. Then later on, he just appears in the room. It's strange a little bit. That he just vanishes, right? Because we know he's flesh and bone, right? Like a real resurrected actual body, which he makes that point. He goes on to say, why are you troubled? And why do your th- thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Handle me and see for a spirit hath not flesh and bone as you see me have. So it's just kind of strange and hard for us to understand, to comprehend. You know John says, you know we we don't know what we're actually going to be. We just know that we're going to be like him, right? So if you go to 1 John chapter 3, he says this. Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. Beloved, Now we are the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. So our hope is that Messiah will appear, and then we will be like him. We don't really know what that is, really. We just know that we're gonna be like him. That's what John's saying. We don't know, we don't really understand it. We just know that we're, that's what we're gonna be like. And so Jesus, you know, he appears, he appears out of thin air, he disappears, then he appears out of thin air and says, peace be upon you. Which would be scary, right? <laughs> right. Um, and then he can just kinda of disappear again. And, but at the same time, he's like, handle me, you can touch me, I have hands and you know, I have flesh and blood. So it's very, very interesting. Uh, let's see, is there anything else that I really want to cover before we wrap it up this morning? And then he you know, he goes on to explain scripture again. He's in verse forty four it says, And he said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all these things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets, and in the Psalms concerning me. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Beautiful. Now, of course, we have the helper within us, right? If we believe, we have the Holy Spirit, which helps reveal these things unto us, but unfortunately, we also have the flesh. This is why Christians can't agree on doctrine. And on prophecy and all these things because our flesh and our pet doctrines and our desires and what we've been taught by other men have unfortunately tainted, if you will, uh, or hindered our sight in these things. And so it's, it makes it more difficult um, for us to see clearly because we have the Holy Spirit, but then we also have this flesh And really, our full understanding is not going to come until he appears and we become like him. Which is what we are longing for and supposed to be looking for. That's why John chapter 3 says, And every man that hath this hope in him purifies himself, even as he is pure. That's what we're looking forward to. The other thing that I just want to say is that sometimes it can look like all hope is lost and there's absolutely no possibility that things can improve that things could get better they watched their lord suffer and be murdered crucified they watched his body wrapped in cloth and put in a sepulcher there that is the end of all hope right like there's I mean, you talk about circumstances, everything was dashed to pieces to them. And yet, within three days, everything changed again. And then they were filled with hope. It says that after this happened, they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Sometimes it looks like it's over, but nothing is really over until God says so. We don't know what the future holds in the immediate future. We don't know what 2021 looks like. Yes, we can make our predictions, and YouTube prophets can try to say what's going to happen, but we don't know. Let's not be foolish. Instead, let us put our eyes and our hopes on him, whatever it may be, whatever the future might be. Good things God has in store for those who love him. I pray that you've been blessed and been encouraged this morning, and uh, I'm grateful to have been able to do this podcast for since 2014, and I hope, Lord willing, that I can do this for a whole other year. I'm still determining what I'm going to do in place of our gospel study Uh, since we're done with uh, Luke. uh, I might read the epistles, you know, of John and Peter um, and Jude and James. That might be our next uh, study. Uh, I'm just still kind of thinking about it. Anyway, I feel like I'm rambling at this point, so we're going to wrap it up. That's all I have for you this morning. Lord willing, I'll be back with you again on Monday to start our week with our encouragement and wisdom from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. Peace and grace be with all of you. Until next time, God bless.